0: Welcome to Chatsunami. Welcome to another episode of Chatsu Shorts. In this episode, my friend Craigie C from the Beer and Chill Podcast will be giving his five top tips to upcoming DMs. Without any further ado, hope you enjoy. It's me, it's me, it's Craigie C from the Beard and Show podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about things that I learned playing Dungeons & Dragons as the dungeon master. So, I've been lucky enough to complete an entire campaign from start to finish with my team. Took across four years. Probably the biggest takeaway I took from that four years is no matter what you write, no matter how amazing your writing is, you will never explain your entire story correctly to your players. I see a lot of memes, and it's like um, an iceberg you know, there's uh, stuff that's over the top of the water, and that's the things that your players actually see under the waters or the law, everything you write. And I think one thing to get across to the DMs and other people just that's okay it's actually really good because if you're that good a writer go write a book (laughs) no point of dungeons and dragons is it's collaborative and part of that is that you will never be able to explain that and your players are going to fill in the gaps that kind of brings me on to my second big lesson i learned which is your players are going to fill in the gaps and your players are going to fill in the gaps wrong so what i mean by that is you might go to a new town you've got this really great idea for an npc where they're the mayor of the town for example and they're hyper competent and when you go to deliver the mayor's in the speech you flub it, uh, you say something stupid, and then the players think this person's a dumbo. And you've kind of got two choices at this point, your t- choice one is to try circumvent this and bring it back round and make it out like your mayor is actually smart and you know, or you just roll with what the players have filled in the gaps with and they've decided this guy's an idiot. So maybe instead of being the competent mayor, everyone in the town thinks he's a fool but he's muddling by just to give a real world example i had a npc that i really wanted to be like the guiding character throughout my game and in the very one of the very first uh sessions we played my character took an instant dislike to him i think i gave him a silly accent and they just hated him and after a while he became a recurring villain instead of being this character i dreamt him out to be and i think that's really fun and that's part of what makes Dungeons and Dragons so collaborative and so fun is that your players can influence the world like that and um, which kind of brings me on to my next thing that i've learned and it's really that even though you're right in this world and you can encourage your players to act in a certain way, you can never predict how they're going to act, and especially if you have players that want to be funny, you can never write comedy for them. That was something that I learned quite early on, so I really wanted my players to have a good laugh. We always tried to make the world a lot more like Indiana Jones or The Avengers as it is now, or whatever, as opposed to being you know super realistic Dungeons & Dragons. I think that's the same with a lot of groups. I think as a dungeon master, you have to take a step back and let your players be absurd in this world that can be sometimes quite serious. One thing that I've certainly noticed is when you, as a dungeon master, you are the sort of the authority in the game. If you start involving yourself too much in a joke, it can actually kill the joke off. Um, to give another example from one of my games, um, Satsu himself started with another player, started doing a thing where they were reviewing interior decorating of the dungeons that we were going into. And so, as a dungeon master, I had two choices. One of them was I could go in and I could start making fun of how he notices all the um, the interior decorating, start making intentionally gaudy uh, interior decorating or start making it there, going to a fashion Easter's house. But that would have killed the joke because the joke is kind of the subversion of the expectations so to speak. So what you do as a dungeon master is you can mention furniture offhand, you can mention this offhand and this joke can live on but it never grows arms and legs and as a a DM you don't kill it off. Um, Number four thing that I learned was don't worry if things don't go to your plan. I've mentioned different characters it can happen I've mentioned running gags that can come out of nowhere nobody's paying attention more than you are and it sounds a wee bit mean and it can be a little upsetting when you realise that but no matter this kind of ties into the first part as well that nobody knows your story and you'll never be able to explain it as well as you think you can ultimately nobody knows when something goes wrong if you have a bunch of characters you want to introduce or even just a fight I had a boss fight planned where event made this big um, big map and I made like a 3D map and I was the, the boss was going to flip the room and have all these really kill cool attacks and i rolled nothing but twos the entire boss fight (laughs) i don't think the boss got a single attack in and i just improvised around that i had it that was the the mook boss before the next one came out and i I had like a wizard fight them instead and they actually talk about the end of that session far more than that boss fight End of that session i had to confront sort of the big bad and he escaped that's what they talk about that's the things they remember those moments and That really ties into my final thing I want to talk about, your players are never going to remember your story as well as you are, they're going to focus on the wrong things as I mentioned, you know, they're going to want to make fun of things, they're going to have comedy and as I mentioned, things are going to go wrong. Where does that leave you? It leaves you with the fact that the players aren't going to remember too much. What they're going to remember is specific moments about their character. I think what's important as Dungeon Master is to give them the space to do that and give them moments to shine. Two examples. So, talking about giving them space. One thing I regret doing in my game is it never gave them enough time just to just to interact with each other, just interact with the world. Your campfires or cities and just let them walk around. I always wanted to give them story, I wanted to give them gameplay, um, but sometimes I kind of miss that and some of the stuff they talk about to this day was those downtime moments uh, where the characters got to interact with off-characters, NPCs, or they got to interact with each other um, and some of the, the patter, the banter that we had from that lives on to this day. One thing you hear a lot about is Dungeon Masters going, oh I need to design combat around this guy because I've got a guy now that's anti-air, really good at anti-air, um, or I need to design combat around my wizard because he's really good at this. Remember to let your players win and win in style. I think that's maybe my biggest takeaway and that's one of the things my players remember to this day is like how well they won. (laughs) Um, To give you um, another example of that, um, one of my friends joined us late and he played a warlock that was able to engulf rooms in darkness and he told me this up front and one of the very first sessions I did I was planning to have them fight these cultists and I was going to use the cultists that had night vision and I can't remember if that works against magical darkness or whatever but either way I decided to change it to normal humans because I knew he was going to do this and I knew it was going to be so cool and I knew that was going to make his character become a bit of a legend in the team and people are going to really sit back and go whoa this guy's amazing and sometimes it's really important to do that your characters level up your players level up and they learn new spells and the players are going oh wow it's amazing that I can use polymorph now or I can use divine smite or I can use whatever and it's like let your players do that because that's the things they really really want you know don't give it to them all the time don't give them everything for free but let them have those moments those character moments, because they're the things that they remember one thing I tried to do I used to name all the sessions that we play on Facebook uh, we'd arrange it over events and try, I had um for each character had such and such as big day so uh, satsu's character was called blimbro so he had one quite early on called blimbro's big day and i tried to like arrange a little one just to give them a bit of backstory they knew what's coming and also give them a little bit of an individual reward as well there's one thing i think about finding loot in a dungeon which is cool and it's a bit like giving a player a specific piece of loot from their backstory i think was what really engaged a lot of players and made them want to tell me more about their characters so after blimbro he was the first one that I i gave that to because his backstory was so good um other people started submitting more information sort of telling me more sort of giving me more and you know that really brought the players out of the shell a bit for those characters so yeah that was the five things that i learned the fifth one kind of ties everything together so yeah just to reiterate that your players are going to remember their character more than anything else and they they should be rewarded for that because that's what they're here for. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. That was just something I picked up, something I gave out. If you like to hear my voice, go check us out at Beard and Chill. And if you want to play Dungeons and Dragons, hit me up, because, uh you know, I'm always up for that. Cool, thank you, and uh, take care. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chatsu Shorts. If you want to hear more of Craigie C's work, then you can hear him over on the Beer and Chill podcast. That's anchor.fm/slash beer and chill. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated.